Hello and welcome to another episode of Time CJ. I this is this episode is the episode I'm recording after a really long hiatus. This I had a huge roadblock where I I felt like I had to record this episode before I could move on to others. I had so many notes and so many other episodes I had thought about but I just couldn't because I felt like I had to share this first. I felt like I owed my listeners an explanation. I needed to talk about the reason I had to abandon my podcast all these months and what's been going on. So yeah, uh, I'm just going to get into it. Here, thank you for listening. Welcome back. And uh, let's have our chat as usual. I will digress as I usually do, but I'm going to try to stay on track. This episode is going to be I think I have to break it up into multiple episodes. So this is part one. I will get into it and let's see where this leads us. So my story starts on July 4th, 2021. I woke up that morning at around 3 a.m. And I had a Bible verse on my mind. It was Psalm 23 verse 4. Now I know what Psalm 23 is. We've all said that if you're a Christian and you have studied the Bible at all, you went to a Christian school, whatever, you must have come across this. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. That's the verse. That's the chapter. I didn't really know what verse 4 was, so I pulled out my phone and I looked at it, and it was the verse that said, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your word and staff will comfort me. And I was like, well, why do I have this? Like, Is this a message for somebody? Because I thought, I looked at my life, and I thought everything is going well. That was um, the year that we were going to move in. So at this time, we had boxes all over the house. We were packing up to move into our home. It was a great time. Everything seemed to be going well. Work was going well. I loved my job. And all around, everything was going well. And so I thought, what is this? Anyway, I made a note, wrote about, because I write about my dreams, especially the ones I remember when, like very clearly when I wake up or thoughts that come to my mind at night. So I wrote that down and I went back to bed. Woke up a few hours later, went to church with the kids, got back and decided it was a good day to go and get my COVID vaccine. I hadn't got it yet because in my mind, I thought, I just want to wait. I feel like I didn't feel like I wanted to take it at the time, but there was so much push around. Everybody was going to get it. They were going to put in restrictions. You wouldn't be able to dine out or do this or volunteer, do whatever if you didn't, if you weren't vaccinated. So I thought, okay, I'll just give it. I strongly, I really didn't want to. And like anyone who knows me, I say this all the time. Every time I go against my instinct, I regret it. Every time something tells me, don't do this. I have this intuition and I go against it. I all I always regret it. So I didn't want to do it, but I gave in and I went and I did it. It seemed easy enough. I came back home. I started to feel like, I think I had, I was feeling nauseous. I had some diarrhea and I just thought, well, you know, this happens. I've heard people have these kind of effects, so that's fine. Fast forward a couple of days later, I started to feel itchy. I didn't even associate it with the vaccine because, like, like I said, it was a couple of days later. So, I, And I get seasonal allergies, so I thought that was it. And maybe it was just manifesting in a different way. I popped a Claritin, I went to bed, it didn't go away. 
by the next day it seemed to have intensified but still it wasn't too bad because I went to work I got to the office it felt like every crevice of my body was itchy I could not stop I was so itchy at this point I reached out to my family doctor I said like I don't know what's going on and we talked about it and he said well, maybe this might be I think this is an effect from the vaccine I am going to call call it in and let them know I have a picture of my face at this time. I had in, it had broken my face and my lips had broken up and like I had rashes on my it's like a rash on my lip. My face it was awful. It was everywhere. And so he prescribed my doctor prescribed an antihistamine for me. I took that a few days later. I kind of eased and my skin started to come back to normal. I thought okay, this is it. I'm past the worst is over. During that time, actually, I had um, public health, the CDC, calling me and asking questions. They made me go over my day several times. I started to get quite frustrated, and I said, I'm not going to do this anymore. I've said all I have to say. But the thing about the conversations that robbed me a wrong way and what started a journey of like doubt and mistrust was that they kept... I felt like they were just trying to invalidate my experience because they would say things like, oh, I know that it was reported as, as a vaccine side effect, but we don't think it is. You probably ate something. You probably did this. I'm like, I didn't. It was a very uneventful day. I remember every single thing that happened that day. So, uh, yeah, I missed a part of it. So, you know, I had the Psalm 23 verse 4 dream. I got to church that day. If you go to the Coastal Church website and look at past sermons. My church is Coastal Church. It's in Canada. If you go, obviously it's in Canada. I live in Canada. If you go on there and look at the archived messages, you will find that on July 4th, the message that day was about was from the book of Psalms, Psalm 23, verse 4, about walking through a valley. Like so it's a it was talking about going through, like in life, you're either go, you're either going into a valley, in a valley, or coming out. Just uh, what was it? In a valley, going in, or like uh, about to go into a valley, in a valley, or just coming out of one. I thought, well, that's not me, <laughs> not like. But I was really moved hearing that sermon because it's like, did God give me a heads up? I don't believe in coincidence. So I really believed at that time that this was a message, but I didn't think it was a message for me. Anyway, so let's fast forward back to where we stopped. The, the CDC, all of that, that was the experience. So I was like, why are they doing this? Like, we all know that there's no drug that doesn't have side effects. I've had the medication before that caused me to bleed for a whole week. And we couldn't figure out what it was. As soon as I stopped the medication, the bleeding stopped. I had the reaction to that drug. So people react to medication. It's, it, and it's okay. It doesn't, mean, it doesn't mean that the medication is not effective. It's just we're all built differently and we all react differently. So if they had just said to me, this could possibly be a reaction. We don't know because obviously we don't know all the effects of this drug because it's new. And let's just watch it. We'll watch it and see what happens. If that was the response I got, I promise you, I would have processed the whole thing completely differently. Because like I said, I have nothing against having like side effects. You can't tell, right? Until you actually take the drug, you're not going to know how you're going to react to it. 
But then it was just the being tossed around, being made to feel like I was losing, I was crazy. All of that, that just made, left a very sour taste in my mouth. Now, fast forward to August 7th, no, to August 4th. So pretty much a whole month after I was getting ready in the bathroom, getting ready for bed. And I noticed a bruise on my hip. I showed it to my husband. I'm like, I don't know what this is. And he said, oh, maybe you bumped yourself. Now I'm black. It takes a lot for me to bruise. Like you have to literally intentionally punch me to leave a mark like that. But anyway, it wasn't hurting and there was nothing else going on. So I just thought, yeah, whatever. The following day, I had a couple more bruises. I was like, what's going on? And then by the Friday, I I went into the bathroom. I got to work, went to the bathroom. I had a blazer on. So I took off my blazer in the bathroom and I noticed a giant bruise on my arm. I was like, what? what? At that point, I started to get scared. I went back out, I told my colleagues, and we all kind of laughed about it. And they were like, oh, I'm sure you bumped. It happens to me all the time. But these people are white people, so I can see them bruising easily. But for us black people, it doesn't work like that. But still, you know, there was nothing else. I wasn't feeling sick in any other way, so I didn't take it too seriously. By Saturday, a few more bruises had come up and at this time my husband was like you know what just leave your doctor a message it's a Saturday leave them a message and they'll call you back on Monday and maybe you'll do some tests in my mind the worst thing that could be going on was that maybe I had like some kind of vitamin deficiency I did not think for one minute that it was the vaccine I got to no so Saturday evening we were at our friend's place we came back that evening I and I, was, I called my doctor's office to leave that message. And then I, I found that they had an on-call physician. So I was like, okay, you know, when they said, do you want that option? I hit the selection and I got to talk to the on-call physician. He wasn't my doctor, but he started to ask me, oh, can you tell me where the bruises are? So I took off my top. I was standing in front of the mirror in my bathroom. I started to tell him where I, was, where I had the bruises. And I saw one form. I screamed. It was the scariest thing ever because up until that moment, I would just come back, look in the mirror and see a new bruise. I hadn't seen it form, but I saw my skin pop. I saw little tiny dots appear and then I saw it turn purple. And so I screamed and I told the doctor and he's like, okay, I think you need to go to the ER right away. This is something that's actively happening. So you need to go. I got ready. We did now remember that we just moved into this place July 24th. So it was literally a week or two weeks after moving into our home that this happened. So thankfully, we moved where we moved to. We had friends around my church. My friend from church lived like five minutes away. So we took the boys over to her house and then proceeded to go to the hospital. I didn't even know. Like in my mind, I was going to go do some tests and they'll tell me, oh, you need to take this vitamin or whatever. And it will be, that would be that. I didn't realize what was going on. I got there. Again, the lady who was uh, triaging me, she started to ask, oh, did you go to triaging? Is that a word? Anyway, at the lady at the triage desk, she started to ask me, did you go to the lake? We've noticed that people who went to the lake at this place, there was something there that gave them... I said, I didn't go anywhere. This, I, I just I have not gone near the lake. And I'm glad I didn't because earlier that day, my husband took the boys to 
the lake. They went out. If I had gone with them, then I think they would have also just dismissed me at the hospital, but I didn't. So um, this lady, so I got in, I got to see the doctor. They did some tests and the doctor comes in and he's, he's like, your platelet count is less than five. It's almost zero. So there's something going on with you. There's something, you took something. So can you tell us what, what medication have you been on recently? Any new medication? I couldn't think of any. He's like, you have to think of it. There's something that your body is reacting to. And eventually it came to me that I took the antihistamine. So I, I told him that. He's like, why did you take the antihistamine? And then that was when I said I took the vaccine and I had this side effect. And he was like, yes, this makes sense. This is, the, this is a reaction from the vaccine. Well, he was the only person who ever said that to me because going forward, nobody else did. He then proceeded to give me steroids and he was like, we can't let you go home because if anything happens, you get in an accident, whatever, you're going to bleed out because your body is not clotting right now. You're, and this is what's going on. It's like, I was having this bleeding under my skin. And he's like, you know, if it's happening anywhere else, like if it's in the brain or in an organ, like that's not going to be good. So they kept me there in COVID. Oh my gosh, you can, you ca- I cannot explain enough how bad that experience was. I was, as I was in this hospital, just completely, gro- I hate hospitals. I was so grossed out by everything. I got my period. <laughs> so I think that was the heaviest period I've ever had in my life because like I mentioned, I'm having this blood situation where my blood is not clotting. Um, and then I was just bleeding so heavily. One of the nurses came into my room then and mentioned to me, she's like, please don't quote me, but I've I've noticed that a few women who came in here with issues around the vaccine, they had, uh, their period was very heavy. And for some people, they kept bleeding for weeks. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I was just really praying at that point that this wasn't me. That wouldn't be my case. So that's my poor husband, Nathan. He heard this was going on and he came home. I remember him telling me how coming home to this empty house. We just moved in. We had, we were just a few days ago. We were so thrilled, so happy. We had moments when we'd be like, we can't, I can't believe this is our home. And I can't, we, we were just at a very good place in our lives. And then this happened and he had this fear that he was going to lose me. Uh, he's not a Christian, but that day he prayed and he was scared, you know, but again, trust Nathan, he, rationalized it he became hopeful (laughs) full of faith and he didn't he didn't stay low for long so that was Saturday I think it was Tuesday night I was at the hospital now it's been a couple of days the platelets count isn't rising I'd been given the steroids I was given IVIG and all these things, it would be good today, bad tomorrow. Like it just wasn't climbing up and they wouldn't let me go until the numbers were, I think they said above, was it above 80 or something like that? I don't remember exactly, but they wouldn't let me go until the numbers had risen. At this point, it was like 12, 11, 10, something like that. So they didn't want to let me go. And then on the Tuesday I just, I had reached, I don't know why, but I had 
these thoughts, I just started to feel like, is this it? Like, am I going to die? Am I, is this, am I going to live with something again for the rest of my life? Am I going to be sick? Like, what about my children? Like, I just started to have these really dark thoughts. I was in a very bad place that day. I lay in my hospital bed crying. And, and even then, my kids couldn't come visit me. My husband couldn't come visit me. I think it was a few days after that that they would let me hold my IV thing and go down to the parking lot to see them. Because of COVID, they weren't allowing us to have guests. So I felt so alone. And that day was really low. And so one of my my friends from church recommended, she just told me that there was this part of, um, there was a, a thing on our website, on the church website, that had um, like prayers for when you were sick or something like that. And so I just plugged that in my ear. And as I lay there, I was just listening to it. Um, and I'm not going to lie, that night, I was just filled with hope and faith. And I just felt like this was going to pass. I I had people from my to my pastor and another friend came by and they prayed prayed for me out there in the parking lot. I'm sure people thought we were crazy and they anointed my head with oil and I just felt so full of faith, so full of hope. And I thought, you know what, I think I'm going to beat this. So yeah, so that was a Tuesday and really it did start I started to feel a bit better and the count started to rise, and I think I got discharged on the Friday or so. Again, I was just told to be careful, go back home, get some rest, and let's and continue to test. Let's see. So for somebody who is terrified of needles, I had to have, I had to go in to get my blood tested so many times a week. Like I just get. I would go because they wanted to monitor the, my levels and make sure that they were trending upwards. So, yeah, it was a very challenging time, but I was happy to be home. I, was, I seemed to be doing well, and everything, was, uh, everything seemed to be like it was going to get better. So, yeah, I'm going to end here now for part one, and I will be back with... Uh, part two. Thank you for listening so far, and yeah, see you next time. Thank you. If you haven't um subscribed to my podcast, please do. It's available wherever you get, wherever you listen to podcasts. So on Spotify, uh, Castbox, uh, I'm drawing blanks. <laughs> wherever you listen to podcasts, Cam C J is the name of the podcast. So K A M S I J E. I look forward to coming back next time to uh, hopefully complete this. All right? Thanks. Bye. See you.